Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to P.S. I Hate This Movie, a podcast where we take a realistic look into the unrealistic world of romantic comedies. I'm your host, Sarah Hunt. And my name is James Petrigallo. Thank you for joining us on the journey to the shit show. The journey to the shit show. We hope you guys enjoyed uh, 10 Things I Hate About You last week. Uh, If you enjoyed it so much, why don't you marry it? I'm just kidding. Um, Go over to iTunes. (laughs) And rate and review. Give us five stars. Let us know how your day is, whatever. It helps us so much. So if you could do that, that's yep. what, if you like the show and you want to, you know, do something to show your appreciation, yeah. that's all you have to do. It takes 30 seconds and it helps us out tremendously. And we totally. would be ever so appreciative. And also tell your friends. Be like, hey, yeah. this is a really dumb podcast. Do you remember that dumb movie that we don't like? That would be great. Tell everybody. Tell yeah. people you don't like. Tell everyone. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a friend. Yeah. Not you just tell them wherever. Tell somebody in the bathroom. Don't yeah. talk to them in the bathroom, but talk to them When they're coming out, the scope them out in the bathroom. I'd be like, that's a dude I'm going to Stand outside the door. It's a little weird. It's fine. What's weirder? To it's confront only weird someone? if you make it weird. You got a good point. Yeah. All right. Sorry. We could talk forever about anyway, that. Anyway, speaking of weird and making it weird, we had a great gem of a movie today, uh, Kate and Leopold. This was a weird movie. This was super weird. And I have a really great fun fact. Uh, please. I can't wait to tell it to Let you. Let it fly. So this week we did Kate and Leopold, uh, 2001, starring Hugh Jackman, Meg Ryan, and Liev Schreiber. Yes. Okay. The IMDb description. Please. An English duke from 1876 is inadvertently dragged to modern-day New York where he falls for a plucky advertising executive. Okay. That that happened. What does plucky mean? I don't know what plucky means. <laughs> I don't know. I tried to look it up and I was like, ah. I've only heard it described as a woman, though. I've heard the word plucky before, but only... Only in terms of a woman for some reason. So it has a, I don't understand what that means exactly, plucky. But I think it's sort of half complimentary and half insulting also. I feel like it is. Because they were really like like that the whole time with Meg Ryan. They were really, they were were giving her sort of compliments. Yeah, but the, well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Okay. Okay. Fun fact number one. Please. Sandra Bullock was originally supposed to be Kate, which is Meg Ryan's role. Okay. Okay, so that's not bad. That's fine. Whatever. Fun fact number two. Yeah. In an early version of the screenplay, Leopold, Hugh Jackman's character, is accidentally transported through time in an actual time machine developed by a group of scientists that includes Kate, Meg Ryan. They have a child of whom Leopold is unaware, and they eventually reunite during the Roaring Twenties. (laughs) Holy shit, that's a way different movie. That is a much, much, much different movie. How great is that? 
I, I don't know if it's great. It's just that's the way that's as not a even fun close. fact. That's pretty. Great. That's a great fun fact. No, but I mean, as a movie, that's not very good. Not a good movie. That sounds worse than what I'm you more. Saw. I don't care. I just care that I provided that's a great, great fun you fact. You really this did. Week. Can I tell you a fun fact? Sure. It's not really a fun fact because it's not a fact. It's more of just something that, that I'm coming from me. But I've heard of this movie for years. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but I always, I never knew what it was. Yeah. And I swear on my life, I thought this was, I thought this was a movie about a young woman named Kate, who's maybe like 18, 19, 17, and like a large Beethoven-like fluffy dog named Leopold. <laughs> I thought that's what, <laughs> I thought that's what this movie was. I thought it was a girl named Kate and her dog was Leopold. I thought no. it was like a like a you know like Why a preteen. Why would I suggest that as a romantic comedy? Well, I thought it was week. like a preteen type movie or like a you know I don't know. Well, you we watched Ten Things I Hate About You. That's high school. So I didn't know if there was like so a romance. So now we're going into bestiality of No, romance not between... romance with the dog. In my mind, like she had this dog and the dog would like scream guys, you know, the dog would bark at them if they were bad and she'd be like, we nope, should make this if movie. Leopold doesn't like you, then it's no good for you. I thought like, I, we I thought that was the movie. movie. I literally did. We should did. make this movie. No, that sounds Who terrible too. Want to be? Doesn't matter. It's we'll make so much money. All right, so we're going to make that movie, but who should we make as the the lady, the lead? Uh, I don't know anymore. I don't know. Mm. I don't know I'm actresses anymore. This. I don't pay attention. It's on you. Okay. You do the casting. That was my... That's amazing. I'm going to go Zoe Deschanel. I know we don't like her, but no, she I, has not, the quirks no, for it. No, I can't watch her talk. I'm we sorry. don't have to watch it. We just have to reel no, in cash. Not doing it. I can't be responsible you for putting her acting anything. out in you there. You don't even have to do anything. No, she can't project. We're just can't do it. it. No, no. Okay. She cannot speak we, from her diaphragm. I can't We begin on a, what seems like a painting. Okay. Which I think is supposed to be the 1800s New York. I, yes. That was a really bad, like, transition. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. Anyway. They, yeah, it was weird. Some dude is giving a speech about, you know, transcending time, whatever, and he has a terrible German accent. Yeah, I don't know what that, that, that confused <laughs> me too. I was like, where are we exactly? What's going We're on? We're in New York. Oh, I know that now, but at the time I didn't, it said East River behind him. He's yeah. got a German accent. This guy's dressed Und like an, a British lord. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is happening in this yeah. movie? So he's got a terrible German accent, which by the way, stop doing bad accents. If you can't yeah. do an accent, just don't do it. It's a big Hollywood movie. They could have got someone who did a German accent halfway decent. Yeah. It's only a little part. I mean, it, 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 for everything German, it. just cast Christoph Why? Waltz. Otherwise Whatever. You don't need just, anybody. There's tons of actors that can do a German accent. Okay. Then there was a bunch of erections jokes. That was yeah. I was like, oh boy, this I, is promising. Yeah. The guy was so laughing at him. He starts saying, "And this is the greatest erection ever." Yeah, yeah, he's talking about erections. So he's talking about his erections. It's his greatest erection on the planet. Liev Schreiber is in the audience, and he is giggling, obviously, because yeah. I guess it's funny to, to Well, yeah, I guess erection had a different meaning back then. Yeah, a lot of things had a different meaning back yeah. then. But so, so he he's like, giggling, and nobody else cares. He's looking around like, are you hearing this? And nobody cares. Yeah. yeah. So he's, you know taking notes in like a notepad and whatever um he makes eyes with hugh jackman yes but who's beethoven the dog beethoven the dog oh don't get he's the leopold no, now i'm story. all confused hugh jackman yes who plays who's a man who plays a large dog in my in my <laughs> version of the movie all right so we meet uh we meet him and they make eyes and he starts to go after leave schreiber 
Yeah, because he, ta- he takes like a little tiny... He's got like a weird camera A little thing. spy camera deal, yeah. like a little tiny one. But this is supposed to be 1876, so clearly Hugh Jackman is going to be like, what the hell is this guy doing? Yeah. Oh, watch yourself. Yeah, so he chases him. Yeah, so he chases him. They lose each other, whatever, and Hugh Jackman's going through the house, and I, what, I guess who's his uncle, he says... Uh, Leopold, where have you been? Which, by the way, we should all say been. Yeah, I like Only that. Only when it's appropriate, though. But we should be saying, like, oh, yes. I've just been to the grocery Especially store. Especially if you're a little pissed off. It's a, where have you been? I think that's yeah. better than, you know. Yeah. I have just been in the heat. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. So, Jackman's supposed to be getting married or getting ready for whatever, right? It's, it's like a, it's almost like an audition. It's yeah. like he's a Scientologist or something. Like he's Tom he's Cruise. He's got to choose his wife he comes at and they the ha- party. Yeah, they have a bunch of ladies lined up for him and he's got it's to like pick one. It's like The Bachelor. It's super weird. And then yeah. at the end of the night, he announces who he's going to marry. Yep. It's a really strange little yep. procedure they have. And they have like literal like dance cards. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on? This is I want to know if that's really what happened. Yeah, me too. Is that because how Because you know work? what? I wouldn't have dated anybody. Well, there wasn't much dating. I would have been like, I have to go there and dance? That's horrible. To dance and audition for this yeah. idiot? Yeah. By I have the to way, impress somebody? No thanks. How much do you want everyone to have those mutton chops again? Like, in the, like back then? Um, in I, this... don't, the, I don't think that I have the affinity for mutton chops. I want every as man... As anybody with a Y chromosome would. I think every man over the age of 55 should have big fat mutton chops. Big gray fat mutton chops. Seems sweaty. Oh, it looks super sweaty, but you know what? That's Nitchy. your job. You're That's over your 55, job? you get mutton chops. And the balder you are on top, the more mutton chop you should have. I feel like that's the way it works wow. also. So what happens if you're just not very mutton endowed? Uh, and you got problems. You're not going to fit into society. And you know what? You're going to have to get chop plugs. You're going to have to get, you know, that sort of thing. Are they going to have microblading for... I, I don't think men are going to go through that, really. I don't think we're, we're up for microblading. That Interesting. seems horrible. Okay. Well, anyway, so uh, I, during this whole conversation between Hugh Jackman and his uncle... Uh, I realized that insults were way better in the 1800s. More thought out. More thought out, well-crafted, just like in Deadwood. Like they just insult each other. Like when Ian McShane puts the smack down on somebody. I feel like when you had less to do, you had more time to craft an insult. Yeah, which is beautiful. I think we should spend more time. No, you didn't sit down at the end of the night to watch TV. You mulled over what happened and you said, I'm going to get that son of a bitch tomorrow. And you have like three hours to sit there with your quill pen. Or you're just whittling. And just, yeah, you're whittling out a, a, a feather. Just whittling. Just whittling. And you're sitting there and you're like, ooh, Stewing. that's good. Yeah, Stewing no, I like it. I feel like people were much more petty back then and I'm here yeah. for it. Yeah. Anyway, so there's a bunch of dancing. Um, are we, oh yeah, we learned that the uncle wants Hugh Jackman to marry like the richest girl yeah. in town because it's advantageous for their family. Because his family has lost their fortune right. over the years. He's royalty. He's a duke or whatever. But He's yeah. a duke. They've become in debt over the years, as he says. He's a, he's a big St. Bernard named, named Duke. That's, see what I mean? Yeah. There Perfect. You go. I'm telling you. Name right. Leopold. So there's a bunch of dancing, whatever. Leave Schreiber's at the party again, snapping some pics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally, like, so he makes eyes with Hugh Jackman again, and then he runs away. Hugh Jackman chases him. It's a, it's quite the dandy chase. Yeah. And neither of these guys look like they should be chasing or running away from anybody. No. So, uh, Hugh Jackman's asking the tough questions. Who are you? Yeah. That's who it. Who are you? Like, who oh, the yeah. fuck are you? Yeah. Uh, now it's the, an even, you know, it's an even bigger chase because Lee Schreiber doesn't want to just, like, try to make something up. 
He could have just made something up. He really could have. I mean, I get it. The little contraption is really, like, the camera is really, like, but he didn't even try to make it. He didn't up. even see if he would go for it. He just ran away. Yeah. Which, Which is as suspicious as it gets at that point. It's as suspicious as it gets. And also, if you haven't seen the movie or you have seen the movie, Lee Schreiber does a lot of physical comedy in this movie. Yeah. And it's so fucking weird because usually he's a dramatic actor. Yeah, they got him... But they got him like, yeah, he's like, uh, he's like Scooby Doo, like running out. He's like Scooby and Shaggy running out of when he's like, his feet are running and circling, and then he's like, asking asking the dog for help and shit, like yeah, real goofy. It was fucking weird. So there's a big chase. It's all rainy, uh, and Shriver. Now we see that you know Shriver's got these goggles on, and he's over on the Brooklyn Bridge, the greatest erection on the planet. Yeah, Uh, he's got these goggles on. And he's like, you know, just let me go, please. Oh my God, you have no idea. It's totally fine. Like he just, tries to jump off the bridge. He's trying to jump off the bridge and, into the water. And Jackass grabs him and holds him. Jackass, that's his nickname. Oh, oh, Jackman. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Just okay. it seemed appropriate to me. So Jackman, Jackass, Jackass, Jackass. I heard he's a very nice man. Oh, he's, Jackass. And he's a very good actor. Yeah. I mean, he plays like, like I said, the, I called it a dandy chase because he looks like he shouldn't be chasing anyone. And the fucking guy's Wolverine. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a good actor. Uh, yeah. Clearly, he's got range. So maybe we don't call him Jackass. He's Jackass for okay, doing this fine. movie. Jackass. Yeah, fuck him. All right, so Jackass ends up going in, you know, falling off of the Brooklyn Bridge with mm-hmm. Lee Shriver. And now we wake up and we are in New York City present day 2001 just where we want to be in an elevator with meg ryan boom meg ryan okay so now we cut straight from them taking a dip to meg ryan in an elevator yes all right now apparently there's a there's this elevator epidemic in new york city at this time elevators don't work elevators not working is a constant theme throughout the whole movie let's set up to jackass's character is upset with the fact that he's royalty and he hasn't accomplished anything. And he, it's 1876, he's from. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's very much, he, he admires Thomas Edison and people that have invented things. That's yeah. It. He's very that's much of that. That's why his uncle's mad at him. Yeah, and he's like, I don't want to just be a rich. And they're like, you know, they're like, look, you're royalty. Just be a rich asshole. That's your job. And he's like, no, I want to yeah. invent shit. And he's got a pulley system. And he's got basically the setup for the first elevator yeah. in his room that his uncle's making fun of. He's got a little yeah. model that he built. A lift. A lift, yes. So, yeah. So, he wants to... He's dying to accomplish something. Absolutely. So, now we've got Meg Ryan, and she's in an elevator, and the elevator does not work. No. Wonder why. (gasps) Oh. Oh. Because Hugh Jackman traveled to the future. Yeah. It's so... It's... He's in the future. That's... They jumped off the unfinished Brooklyn Bridge and landed in the future in 2001. Uh, elevators aren't working because it's some sort of Back to the Future, Michael J. Fox disappearing in a picture thing, yeah. or the timeline. If he's not there to invent the elevator because he invents the elevator, Jackass, yeah. then it won't be invented in the future. Sometime between 1876 and 2001, someone else would have figured out the fucking elevator. And yeah, still somebody would have figured it out. Elevators would be exactly the same. I was, yeah, then, I was thinking almost the exact yeah, same thing. Someone would. Like, yeah. Did, but my thing was, did he invent it like the next day? Yeah, exactly. That's because like, he's only been in the future for like 30 seconds. So like, why would... So yeah. it's just, it's instant? 
We, I guess totally. because you're you're doing like a. It's yeah, he's not back year. there. Right? Yeah, but whatever. still, they would have invented it. It's just so stupid. Somebody would have figured it's, it out. It's you're like the, right. it's like discovering the Mississippi. It's like eventually yeah. someone would have bumped into it. I mean, we're not. You didn't really do much. Exactly. Fuck you, Desoto. So that's uh, who discovered the Mississippi, right? I think so. I don't know. We're well, not a bunch of podcast. Indian guys discovered it first. We're experts but, at judging others. Yes, that's true. Not, not Moving citing on. facts. This movie, by the way, at this point, it yeah. has turned into... It's, it's another movie called Just Visiting. Yeah. Now, we, I've showed this movie to you, Just Visiting. Just Visiting is a funny version of this. Yeah, it's, it's a, actually really good. It's funny as shit. It's a, they came out in the same year. It's one of those Hollywood things where two companies race to make the same exact idea. And that's exactly... Literally, it's the same idea. In Just Visiting, a Frenchman, a French nobleman comes from the past... And it's Jean Renault instead of Jackass. Yeah. And Jean Renault plays it as straight as an arrow. He's, and he's so good. Amazingly hilarious because it's so much insanity going on around him and it's a total farce. They did and such a good job just, yeah. with the two characters learning and adapting to yeah. the culture. Yeah. Although it was I really get it funny. with Hugh Jackman, because they didn't really do that in this movie. It's Hugh no. Jackman, he is just kind of well adjusted. But I think it's because he's already so like fascinated by inventions and stuff. And he's he like, is. Whoa. Like, I want to see how this works. Yeah, he's he, not just freaked out. He's not like freaked out and intimidated by it. Like I, he's like, oh, is that like he just, you know, he yeah. looks at it for what it is. Plus, but I thought I'm like, you should have a bigger shock value. That have everything. Yeah. 1876. That's when a lot of inventions were happening. So he was like, oh, this is new. This is new. And it was kind of cool. I guess yeah. in just visiting the Jean Renault character was from like the 1500s. Yeah. So that would be like, holy shit. He was like, he was yeah. freaked out by everything. Yeah, because I think that Hugh you know. Jackman could probably figure out, like, oh, he knew okay, I've seen the prototype of this, and yeah. this is what it turns he into. He knew electricity, yeah. he knew of Edison, and all that kind of yeah. thing. But still, it's a, this is a much less good movie than that. Absolutely. But this movie's much more popular than that, which is sad. I know, super sad. So Meg Ryan gets home, and it's like nighttime, and she hears a weird noise happening in the apartment above her. Yeah. Uh, so she goes up to the fire escape, and she goes and checks it out, and she sees Liev Schreiber um, dragging... Hugh Jackman yeah. on putting on the couch or whatever. And taking off, like it looked like he was like, he looked he like was he was about him. to mount him. Yeah. yeah. He had well, him like, I mean, if was, you had Hugh Jackman. He had him like missionary position. Yeah. Well, basically. I mean, that's just straight neighborly. I think so. In this case, you bring someone, <laughs> you haul someone 125 years in the future, you at least give him a good one, you know? <laughs> yeah. You, you throw a nice one at him is yeah, all Yeah, that's saying. all you got to you know? do. Yeah, come on. So she calls, the Meg Ryan goes downstairs and she calls Leif Schreiber. We find out that they have a history together. Oh, and yes. They broke date. up one month ago because they say it very clearly in awful exposition. A lot. A lot. I'm not your a girlfriend lot. anymore. We That ended one month ago, she exactly says. Exactly one like, month ago. Can we, yeah, it's like, can we, Even uh, though, okay, so she is like, she calls him to and acts like she's asking for her Palm Pilot. Meg Ryan, yeah. Yeah, Meg Ryan acts like she's like, you have my Palm Pilot. And he's like, it's one in the morning. Please don't call me right now. And it's like, okay. It's weird. Yeah, clearly there's like a weird thing going on here. And he's like, I'm expecting another call. Okay. Uh, well, but, then. Yeah. She does the dog collar thing, which was a dick move. Do you that notice this? Mean. She shocks the dog. Yeah. So the dog will bark and he'll go over, take the shock collar off the dog because she has a remote downstairs and then she can shock him and she hears him fall down through the floor and she's like, yes, got him. But she had to shock the dog first for no fucking reason. That I poor know. dog. I felt really bad for Bart. Yeah. I actually felt really bad for Bart this entire movie. Me too. Very neglected. Take oh, yeah. care of that goddamn dog. All right. So he... Tells uh, so Lee Schreiber tells Meg Ryan, which great start. Somebody finally took our advice. He said, "Okay, 
I know you're going to think this is weird. But I'm going to be honest. But I'm going to be completely honest with <laughs> For you. For once. I found a way to time travel and I time traveled and I met this guy, the Duke of um, Albany. Of, the Duke uh, of Albany. Margarine. Duke of Margarine. He was the Duke of Margarine later. Yes. Uh, the Duke of Albany and he's like, and he somehow like chased me and he ended up coming back with me and it's fucking great and I'm going to win the Nobel Peace Prize and you know, blah, blah, blah. She and never she believes doesn't him. believe him. She doesn't believe him ever. She doesn't believe anything in this movie. She doesn't even ask any probing questions. No, she just th- thinks he's being an asshole, basically. Yeah, and then he has to make up that he's doing, he's going to some like MacBook conference. Yeah, he just and, made like, something. Whatever. Fine, because she had snooped in his window and saw him mounting it, jackass. It, I, I don't know how she didn't have any questions, especially since she works in advertising and she does research. Do you know how many questions I have about everything? And that's yeah. my job. That's what I, yeah, I noticed that they, you guys had the same job in this movie, which yeah. I thought was pretty funny. I was like, wait. Yeah, hey, I know that. <laughs> Why don't you have any questions about this? You went to the, okay, you have to tell me a little bit more about this. I'm coming over now. By the way, they're no longer boyfriend, girlfriend. This upstairs, downstairs shit is very untenable for an ex couple. Yeah. Did they move in together because they were going out? Did they move upstairs, downstairs, or did he want? Did they decide it was a good idea to date their neighbors? Which doesn't I think seem that like they thought it was a, a good thing. idea to date their neighbors. That doesn't seem smart which, at all. And then also too, there's a weird, there's there's a weird with everything in this movie. That's everything fine. has an odd tone. So she's all upset with him, and this movie should just be retitled "Meg Ryan is Mad." Because At everybody, she's all mad the time. The whole movie. Yeah. But she tells Leo Schreiber, I blew my best years on you. And he says, Those were your best. <laughs> that was great. That's yeah. a burn. Yeah. Those That's a pretty years. solid burn. Jesus. That was a solid burn back and forth. That was, both times. Yeah. yeah. They both... Well, I mean, they dated for four years. So that's, yeah. I mean, you're allowed to be a little bit bitter. I suppose, yeah. 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 I think anything over like, I don't know. Especially, they, like, they were supposed to be, like, late 30s. Like, at yeah. that point, they're starting to get, you know, people are starting to get a little, uh, a, little, little, antsy. a little antsy about the whole thing. Yeah. A little itchy, we'll yeah. say. a little like, itchy. Uh, hey. But what I thought that she should have done when he said those were your best and she's sad and hangs up is that she should have just emailed Tom Hanks and asked him for advice. That would have been perfect. Yeah, we needed some Tom Hanks in there. But he would have <gasps> been a dick anyway. What happened to Tom Hanks? Because they dated for four years... Mm-hmm. And you've got mail was out. I think Tom Hanks died. That must have been. I would say is. he died. I'm well, gonna say Philadelphia because he had AIDS. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It, before he before he started really locking down the whole business thing, when yeah. his dad was running it more, mm-hmm. the Fox Empire of bookstores, he used to go out and just plow tail. Or what if That's he went back to life. being a child? Like well, he was, uh, he, well, that was earlier. And then when he came back, oh. the, the, the okay. experience of being a child traumatized him so much, he started doing heroin and just fucking everybody he could get right. his hands on. Got AIDS, had, did Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. You know, bop, bop, he died. You know how it goes. Hey, guys, can you tell how much we hated this movie? Because we're not talking about this movie Sorry at about all. that. Yeah. It's, the time <laughs> it's we're my talking fault. about more interesting Tom Hanks movies. All right, so Hugh Jackman is and now... that was after he was married to Carrie Fisher and lived in the Burbs also. I'm done. Sorry. I had to. I had to. I'm sorry. All right, so Hugh Jackman is now awake. And let hilarity ensue. Here it goes. What's right? happening? Dogs are What's barking. What's happening? Alarms are going he off. He puts his hand down and he turns on every single thing with every single remote that's on the couch. He yes. turns on the TV. He turns on the music. He turns on whatever. The smoke alarm is going off. The dog is barking. Oh, it's... Every noise that could possibly be made. It's bedlam. It's bedlam. Pure bedlam in there. Pure bedlam. 
So uh, I think Meg Ryan's all upset. No, so Lee Schreiber wakes up because he hears the dog like, getting free or whatever. And he's like, uh, oh, my God, no, 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 don't worry. Like, don't be afraid. Yeah, it's all good. And he's like, where no, am I? No, I'm like, he this is... He freaking out. Yeah, where like, am I? Yeah, yeah, do you expect me to just listen? But let me tell you something. He's very open, Hugh Jackman, this whole he, movie. He hears he really the Schreiber is. out. He's yeah. not like, what? Like, he's very but, open to the possibility that... Yeah. I don't like the fact that... No, you're right. He is. His character's actually pretty like, yeah, this is cool. Like, but right. he's just like, okay, I guess this is my reality now. I think also, too, because he's a science guy back then. That, like, yeah. They're trying to make it like, ooh, you figured that out. Like, And, and he's yeah. kind of interested in it, Leopold, actually. Well, yeah, but I figure the first one, he would, the first meeting, he would be a little bit more violent. I would think he'd be, yeah, he'd be a little freaked out. Because he's a duke, I, so he would definitely yeah. be challenging someone to a duel. I would say so. That would have been good to say. Liam Schreiber would I, be fucking dueled I at think that moment. There would be some dueling happening. Yeah. See, in the Just Visiting movie, a wizard sends him to the future, okay? Which is silly, but at least it's just... Yeah. You just put a blanket of magic over something, anything is okay and possible. Yeah. You know, hey, it's magic. All right, great. This movie, they actually try to, like, parse out some science out of it. Yeah. Like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, yeah. you have no... It makes no... They don't it makes re- no sense. And there really is no science. It's just vague of... He's like, it's like a pretzel. It's like a... Th- that's it's, not science. Yeah, he doesn't, You're just talking He doesn't shit. ever explain the science. No. And they don't, no. they don't ever get to it at no. all. No. Um, and, and, and it's not like there was no chance. This is an hour 58. Like, yeah, they had plenty, plenty of, time. of time where they could have... Totally. ...tried to explain the science but instead they're just like i figured out a, i figured out a portal that's okay. all and then he sh- let me ask you this they sh- he hands him uh, uh uh schreiber hands him hands leopold a stack of like papers and plans and he's like yeah. this is what i figured out okay at that moment did you think that the rest of the movie was going to be leopold for some reason having to s- decipher what those plans meant and 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 implement them to get back home that's what i thought was going to happen I'm like, okay. Yeah, I guess. Something's yeah. going to happen to Leave Schreiber, and, and I, it's called Kate and Leopold, so obviously Meg Ryan's going to be involved in this, and for some reason she's like, yep. he's going to figure out the science, and she's going to like take him around and help him implement this, and they're going to get back, and to, that's not what happened at all. This is the last time we talk about time travel pretty much forever. In the yeah, whole because nobody listens to Lee Schreiber, because he, he does try to talk about it, but everybody yeah. just treats him like he's crazy. And okay. Jackass doesn't care. He's just like, well, I'm here. This just going to hang great. out. This is great. Yeah. So Super Meg weird. Ryan goes upstairs, and she interrogates Hugh Jackman, because she hears that they're awake now. And so she interrogates him. She's like, oh, yeah, so what do I do? My computer needs this software. Blah, blah, blah. Like, how do I do that? And then he's yeah, like, I don't know. He said he's from the convention, the Mac convention. Yeah. Okay, so he's not from the Mac convention. So, like, let's move on. Like, you see what he looks like. Yeah. He doesn't look like he's here for a Mac convention. Why wouldn't you just then say, oh, shit, that time travel thing is that? Look at how he's fucking dressed. Or why don't you say, we broke up. Quit fucking looking in my windows and get out of here, you crazy, wacky bitch. How about that? Yeah, that's pretty bad. How come no one says that to her? She's looking in his window at one o'clock in the morning. Well, yeah, it's true. If, if, if it was a he man... He was making a lot of noise and the dog was barking. If it was a man and they weren't... If it was a man and they had just broken up and the woman said, do not call me, it's one in the morning, so he instead climbed the fire escape to look in her window, he'd be in prison and we'd all be saying he's a bad guy. But she looked in his window before... Meg Ryan, it's fucking called. cute. Whatever. The, either way, the she order. She looked the window, called, and then came back up. So that prison. was already invited. Knocking on doors saying, I'm a sex offender. Here's, what, here's my, you know, my picture. 
keep your kids away from me. That's what he'd be doing. Hide your kids. Hide your kids. All right, so she uh, she is, you know, she calls him Sergeant Pepper, which is very insulting. Yeah, well, he did have a Sergeant Pepper type jacket on. It so. doesn't matter. It's not nice. You don't know him. I thought it was clever, though, actually. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, so Hugh Jackman says, I love this line. He says, women have changed. Oh, no, no, no not, not Hugh Jackman. Leave Schreiber says, women have changed. They've become more dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, when he's warning him about yeah, Meg Ryan. Yeah, he's warning her about Meg Ryan. Warning him about Meg Ryan. Which, yeah, she's stalking him, looking yeah. in the windows. Maybe she, someone should be warned about her. Yeah. So Leave Schreiber won't let Hugh Jackman leave. Uh, he says, the portal opens up next Monday. So yeah, he's got a schedule. stay here until it's it all opens booked up, up until next then. Wednesday, Monday. Yeah. So... Which further posits the theory that love always happens in a week. You're, you, I, can't, I can't argue with you here. Because it's always like, there always something happens where they're in a situation where they don't want to be, they don't want to be there, their office is awful, and I'm being forced to be here. And then they always find love in a week. In a week. In a love week. enough to sacrifice their whole lives mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, exactly, because they do. A week's worth of love. My thought here was that if only Jennifer Garner had stopped, um, you know, in her time traveling. Yeah. Had stopped this movie from being made. It, she could have. This is one yeah. of the things she could have prevented. At least in that fucking movie, at least there's magic. Ruffles is magic in that movie, <laughs> at least. They don't even have that in this movie. They just make up some horse shit where you jump off the bridge and then you're in another time. <laughs> oh, wait, I want a t-shirt that says <laughs> Ruffles is magic. <laughs> what, what Ruffles is magic. Well, what about we'd probably get in trouble copyright-wise to the Ruffles Potato Chip Company. We'd have to spell it different. We'd have yeah, to say like a no, pH. we'll spell it whatever Ruffles with a pH. No, we're going to spell it Ruffles mm-hmm. with R-U-F-F-U-L-S. Okay, we could do that, yeah. Ruffles? But like I said, at least even in that movie, they made Ruffles, Ruffles? They made Ruffles magic. In this movie, just jump off the bridge. What if we made Ruffles and Leopold? That would be perfect. Ruffles and Leopold. That would make <laughs> sense. Because he Ruffles could help Leopold time travel all he wants. Because he does question, help people. What if there was, this is just the Brooklyn Bridge. It's not like it's inaccessible to anybody. What if people just were going there to kill themselves randomly? So and they accidentally time travel? So if, by what his logic, there's all these portals opening up, jumping off yeah. bridges, there would be multiple people that tried to kill themselves that just, yeah. by odds, just happened to jump in and end up in another time. In another time. Yeah, so Leaf Schreiber's not that smart. So yeah, there's people literally walking around going, I wanted to kill myself. Now I'm in the 1400s. What now the I definitely yeah. want to kill myself. Now I really want to kill myself. That's okay, I'll have the plague soon and I'll die. But so. how do you decide? You're jumping off the bridge and how do you decide what year you go to? Because then he jumps he back would. on Monday. Is that portal going to that specific year on yeah, Monday? Like, is thing. that like a weird train schedule? It's a, that's the other thing. It's a portal going to a specific place because he's like, yeah, yeah, the portal will be next week. And it's like back to the exact same day. It's like catching a Greyhound bus. What the, well, that's what I was saying. Yeah, it's what is going on? What is the schedule? Also, is there tickets? How What's does this work? your luggage thing? So like I said, it's all booked up until next week. Sorry. It's the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. Leave Schreiber goes to take his dog, Bart out to go potty here we go dog is gonna light one up yeah in the the apartment so the dog starts like pulling him or whatever and then he goes to go into the elevator and there's no elevator so he falls like right into the the shaft because leopold is yeah yeah falls right into the shaft and the dog miraculously gets pulled out of his collar yeah and he just you know and they make this like a comedic moment yeah this guy's falling down an elevator shaft yeah, so I'm talking about physical comedy. And there's like, boop, 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 this music. And the dog, they literally have a shot of the dog going, burp, and tilting his head. Yeah, it was terrible. And I'm like, what the f- This guy doesn't done nothing to warrant a comedic death. 
Yeah. That's like if someone does horrible shit. It's ah, it's funny that he fell to his death. This poor bastard did nothing. Time traveled. He's kind of shitty to Meg Ryan, but we don't know how the relationship ended. We, yeah, can't we don't know what out. happened. We She's looking in his window. Was. I'm going to say, based on their current behavior, I'm going to say she was probably the problem in yeah, that relationship. Yeah, I'm going to guess that too. Not to be a jerk. But, so Meg yeah. Ryan goes back up uh, to the apartment, to Lee Schreiber's apartment, because apparently he, uh, Lee Schreiber forgot the pointy thing, which it's like, okay... You have a yeah, palm pilot. Stuff, yeah. You work in advertising. You should know what that little stylus it, it, pen is called. 2001, though. That was like brand new shit. Like, I guess. She might not have known. I, that wasn't like, yeah. That was probably her first device that had a stylus. So. Yeah. So uh, Hugh Jackman is trying to keep her away from the apartment because he's been warned about her. He says, I've been told that you're very dangerous. And yeah, he stands in her way. Whatever. So whatever. And then uh, she's like, oh, do you find me scary or something like that? And he says, a woman in trousers isn't dangerous, merely plain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, that's amazing. That's See? a great line. insults from the 1800s, much better. The word trouser really spices that The up, trousers I like. part, I was just going to say, it wouldn't have been funny if it didn't have the word yeah. trousers in it. it. That was perfect. That was... But uh, he says that market, because she tells him what she does for work, That because he's like, oh, you must be a career woman. And she's like, yeah, I work in market research. And he's like, oh, yeah, Marcus, market research is perfect for the feminine mind. Yeah. And, he, and in his mind, he was complimenting her. Yeah, that. that was a compliment. That was a big sign, like, yeah. Ooh. He didn't say, like, you're dumb and you're a woman and you should stay home and get pregnant, which would have been the normal thing to say. That was a progressive, he enlightened very thing progressive. to say in yeah. 1876. He expected kudos for that the way he was looking at her, like, eh. Look no, at me. he was just like, oh, wow, that's really smart. I'm glad that we've evolved from me dancing and picking my wife in a ballroom to that you get to yeah. wear pants and Good for find you. a pointy thing and then do market research. <laughs> so Hugh uh, Jackman feels like maybe they have met. He says, I feel like I've met you before. And mm-hmm. she's like, no, I've never, I would never meet a weirdo like you. I've never met any of asshole's friends. Yeah, whatever. And, yeah, including you. Uh, but now, so she gets mad at him and she's like, I can't believe that you left the dog out here to shit and piss in the hallway. Like you have to like walk him. And now mm. Hugh Jackman is off to explore the world with the dog. And Meg yeah. Ryan. And he just, he's bumbling, stumbling. And he's it's, very intrigued by everything. And he takes the dog to go poop. They do the exact same shot sequence as they do in the Just Visiting movie when they take Jean Renault outside for the first time. There's jackhammering and cars beeping, and it's like the camera's going in and out, and it's like he doesn't know what to do, and it's like yeah. cutting real fast, all these different... It's the exact same thing they did in that movie. It's so funny. Yeah. Same year. It's the same script, basically. Like, but you're, like we're just, of it. We're, we're, we're putting Hugh Jackman into the lifestyle. So basically, yeah. he's seeing all the... He's very excited to see the Brooklyn Bridge still stands. Like he's like, oh, that guy's erection still, you know. That's a miracle. He whatever, tells it's him. a miracle yeah. and whatever. Um, the dog shits, and then this cop comes over to him and says, like, uh, are you gonna pick that up? And he's like, no, I'm not going to. He refuses and to pick up the dog shit. To do our usual black people count. Yep. Because in a major city, this is New York City in 2001. And there is exactly one black person in this entire movie. No, there's Wait, like sorry, four. Sorry, hold on. There's, yeah, well, there's the black, la- there's the cop who yeah. tells him to pick up the dog shit who's coming up now. That's a yeah. woman. And then there, when he's walking at first outside and he's dressed, you know, in his 1876 garb, there are three black people who are clearly just like hanging out street corner chilling. And they're yeah. like looking at him funny, like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? That's the only black people in New York City. 
three hoodlums in 2001 one public servant in 2001 yeah none of them walking around in the ad office nobody can't have a what is it about these what is it about white women who love romantic comedies that they apparently in focus groups or test groups do not want to see black people anywhere in them because that's the only explanation i can come up with that's it no no i don't know i don't know what it is damn it but anyway uh, we, we, we meet, oh yeah, so, so Hugh Jackman refuses to pay the ticket and refuses to pick up the dog poop, but it doesn't yeah. matter because the ticket goes into Stewart's name anyway, Leif Schreiber's name. Because she actually looks at the, his whole, his speech of why he's not, he's like, she's like, there's a law and he's like, there's a law that says a, requires a gentleman to pick up a canine's bowel movements. Yeah, <laughs> The way he that said was it was very great. funny because it did sound quite ridiculous when he said yeah, it. Yeah, like, because he's like, part? what? Yeah, that's the worst, stupidest thing I've ever heard. We meet Meg Ryan at work. Uh, we meet yes. her assistant. Apparently, there's a big announcement coming Natasha up. Natasha Leone, by the way. Yes. Our second in a row Slums of Beverly Hills alum. And I guess they couldn't get Kitty. No Kitty for this one. Because that no. would be the normal Kitty role. Oh, that was a perfect Kitty role. That was a great Kitty so role. It was exactly Kitty's role, but somehow Natasha Leone, who that's not her role she normally has. She's normally no. like kind of pushy and in no, your face. Really and she's, edgy. She's yeah. not obedient. No, I didn't. I want to see her more up yeah. in your shit. I like her better like that. So we're we're supposed to learn about a big announcement about the merger um, from JJ. Uh, I don't know who the actor is. Bradley that, Whitford. Bradley. He's Whitford. the bad guy in Billy Madison. Okay. Yes. And he's from The West Wing, and he so, always plays a complete asshole. Yeah, he always does play. He's an very asshole. evil. JJ shows up, and that's just a terrible name, but it's fine. Um, like, just no adult person should be named J.J. I, I agree. I'm okay with that. Yeah, like a little kid that's cute. You're like J.J. Oh, Unless you're like a you, running back. Yeah, like if you're making back, millions, you and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, you can go by J.J. I feel like, yeah, that's okay, okay. at that point. Uh, so he shows up and he says, like, I've got a meeting with this and whatever. Here's the information about the merger. Like, we have a whatever. Hugh Jackman is just, you know, out and about. And he's having a great old time. While Liev Schreiber is being taken to the hospital because they finally found him in the elevator. Yes, and then the dog runs back because he sees fire trucks and he says, yeah. the fire brigade, and he chases yeah. after it with the dog and it's the, it's the paramedics taking Stuart out of the building right. after they found him in the elevator shaft. Now we're cut back to Meg Ryan at work and she's doing a focus group um, presentation about like what the survey, like, you know, what the respondents said about the spokespeople. Like, you know, the people responding, want, you know, don't yeah. like this guy. They think he's crazy, blah, blah, blah. They're All trying the actors. To, yeah, they're trying to do a spokesperson for uh, margarine. Yeah, for a creamy, farm, fresh diet, diet margarine, margarine horseshit. Meg Ryan, what I love this too. Meg Ryan spills coffee on herself. And somebody just brings her a new shirt. Yes, JJ there, Bradley Whitford, is on the phone before the coffee is even fully spilled, on the phone with an assistant saying, call Barney's and get a white blouse and small here by noon. And there's a, in the next cut with, with Meg Ryan, fresh shirt. That's great. Boom. Yeah, that's some shit right there. I, was I like, would love to have I that. would like to order clothes like just through someone like that, too. That'd be terrific. Give me a shirt, yeah. I want a shirt. I don't give a shit. I feel badly a for how one. terrible those assistants are treated that yes. have to run over to Barney's and make sure they but do those that's stuff. That's what Kitty's for. You know what? But Listen. Do you, do you think maybe it was Kitty? That's what the Kitties of the world are for. Okay. Kitty or a Kitty-like uh, you know, equivalent. All right, I'm into that. Yeah. So Leave Schreiber calls um, the apartment and Leop- uh, J- Hugh Jackman's trying to figure out how to answer. And he says, you have to stay in the apartment. You know, you can't leave the apartment. Yeah. You have to stay there. 
So he's like, okay, no problem. Like, you know, I'll try. Yeah, I'll do. Yeah, sure. I'll stay here. He gets off the phone, turns around, and there's a, there's a little kid. There's a this little. There's a little black kid here. Sorry, there's another black person. This little black, and he's cute as fuck. This kid. He's so fucking he's cute. He's adorable, and, and he's a good actor. actor. And I love. The he's way a good that, little actor yeah, too. He, he's like, what are you eating? He's like, pirate's booty. No, he said. <laughs> He says, he's like, oh, my mom works late on Tuesdays. I watch TV with Stuart. And he just looks at him. He goes, want some pirate's booty? And the way yeah. he offers it to him is like, well, you can have some if you want, motherfucker. But if not, I'm eating it. Like, <laughs> yeah. The way he says it's yeah. a great line It was delivery. so like, cute. That kid is a good actor, man. But what I love is that, so he's like not just making the kid watch television. He's like telling oh, no. him stories about like the pirates yeah. of Penzance. He's or... performing something like yeah, you did in the 1800s awesome. when it there was, was no TV. Awesome. Yeah, you I loved either, it. You were either doing that or crafting an insult at night yeah. that you had nothing else to do. And then uh, at, back at work, Meg, uh, JJ says to Meg Ryan, he gives her one of those weird compliments. The, oh, yeah. Where yeah. he says, you're like a man. Yeah, you're not, you don't do pretty. Yeah, you don't do pretty. She and goes, says, I you, don't? <laughs> yeah. You understand women, but you're not really one of them. Yeah, you're and like... And I was a, like, yeah. what? <laughs> you're like an undercover... Uh, so now we've got... Oh, what is that kid's name? He's from Rat Race. It's Brecken Meyer. Brecken Meyer. Yeah. He has some terrible name. He's from Clueless, too. He's also in Clueless. Yeah, he's an He shows asshole. up. He comes through the window of Liev Shriver's apartment. Okay. Everybody in and out of these Everybody... They go back and forth between each other's apartments the entire movie. I wanted someone to fall off the fire escape and break And I neck. wanted someone to fucking knock. Yes, that would have been nice too. Don't just show up at people's apartments. They, so the Brecken Meyer shows up and he's like, oh, it's cool, dude. I'm an actor too. Whatever, because he yeah. doesn't believe that he's he from think, 1876. He's fine. He thinks he's a super method actor. Um, and then uh, we find out that Brecken Meyer is uh, Meg Ryan's brother. Yes. Once again, fine exposition reveals yeah. that. Yeah, and he invites Hugh Jackman over for dinner because he figures he's a lonely guy. Yeah. And uh, Meg Ryan is mad. Again, the movie should be called Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan is, is not happy. So Hugh Jackman is going on and on and on at the dinner about you know how great and smart that Lee Schreiber is. Like he's like, have you read all this stuff that he's been doing? Like it's so crazy and yeah. it's great and it's. He brilliant. believes in him. And he, you know, he's just like, like that's just crazy. Like how he does all that yeah. and whatever. Meg Ryan, mad again, kicks him out. She's like, can you just go? Can you just go? Can you Maybe just go? Maybe if Meg Ryan believed in him to begin with, he would have done better. Yep. And they wouldn't have been in this situation. That's right. We would, yeah. yeah. He wouldn't have gone to 1876. He should have been gay with Jackass instead. <laughs> Life would have been better for him. Jackass believed in him. That's my take on it. I don't know. <laughs> just go away <laughs> all right that's great so lee schreiber is trying to get the phone so he can call somebody because he doesn't know if he's going to be able to get yeah he's trying to get out of the hospital yeah he's trying to get out of the hospital the nurse he tells the nurse i have a very important phone call that i have to make and i have to be able to leave because there's a time portal thing i'm the only <laughs> you know one that's going to be able to fix it <laughs> Like, you have to, whatever. And she's like, you're not getting out of here until the doctor signs off. And like, by the way, you're not going to get out of here if you're talking like that. You sound crazy. You you're sound in, you're, insane. You're in traction. It's not, things aren't going well for you. Yeah. So now we can go to the butter and the toast thing. Okay. Meg Ryan hears a smoke alarm going off upstairs. Yeah. Obviously, Jackass has no idea what this is. He's standing there just like, what do yeah. I do? She comes up, turns the smoke alarm off. He has burnt an entire loaf of bread. Toasting yeah. because the toaster, if you do it once, it doesn't, if you push it down once, the toast isn't toasted enough. If you push it down twice, it turns into charcoal. 
And so he is angry and concerned that the general of electric does not stand by his product. Wouldn't the general be better served to produce a better product that cooks the toast in a more efficient fashion? And him going off about the general of electric yeah. and, his, uh, and how he should have more pride in his products yeah. just makes me incredible. That and was I the love, funniest thing in this movie. Yeah, I, that and him talking about like the, like the butter on the toast yeah yeah and yeah. like it should have it should taste like this and blah blah, blah like you're like he was like lecturing her about, yeah, about how butter her shitty should food. taste and yeah. yeah and that just made me laugh that just was so unspeakably loud just because i was like wow that's actually really funny because he's really passionate about yeah that the general of electric the should. general of electric and he yeah. was like can you believe this why yeah. did this man stoop to He's fi- and he's figured everything out except for the smoke detector. He's not had one problem no. with anything. He's totally fine. Yeah, doesn't get himself in any jams because he doesn't understand why he, things yeah. in the future. Yeah, he's pretty smart. It's like the he's future thing doesn't even matter. It yeah. could have been uh, two years in the future. It didn't need yeah. to be 120 years. No, in the he's future or whatever. he just gets it. You know, yeah. he just he just transcends time. He transcends time. You know, <laughs> you jackass. Time All right. transcends. Yeah, he just transcends. All right, so. She has an idea after his pa- his passionate bubble uh, bubble butter speech. Uh, she's like, "You're going to be my new spokesperson for the commercial." Yeah. For my but- my margarine commercial, he lands it. He the fact that he's not like completely terrified of the camera, like the the huge yeah. camera that's filming, like, you know, the, doing the audition. Fine. Tape, I was like, all right, like cameras weren't really around back yeah. then. So Actually. You'd be like, Actually, back then, a photograph that would that's exactly what like a photo camera looked like would be a oh, giant yeah, movie camera. So it would be like the same thing. Yeah, it'd in that be time like that. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So he probably thought it was like, oh. Yeah, so he helps her win her boss's JJ's affection. Yeah. Um, and so JJ asks Meg Ryan to dinner, and Hugh Jackman tries to tell her that she needs a chaperone. I love this part because too. JJ's intentions are not pure. They're not pure. And then, do you have what he says to her? I. That he said that he would have written his intentions down in writing like a gentleman. He said, because he said, well, I'm, she said, I'm with you. Do we need a chaperone? And he said, well, we are not courting. He says, quote, if, if I was courting you as a man of honor, I would have informed you of my intentions in writing. <laughs> I would inf- which I think, I like this. I love it and not so a, much. Not a text, not an email, no. not a DM. Once a, no. A fucking actual, like a paper letter. I think it's great. Your, oh God, we'd clear up so much confusion if that was the rules. Yeah, you wouldn't it. have to be like, oh, well, he texted me this. Do you think he's into me? Nothing. Like, well, he was Snapchatting with me all day. Well, did he send you a handwritten letter informing you I of his intentions? I think you know he digs you. No? Well, then sorry. That's what Not Tinder interested. should be. If you swipe right and you have a match, you have an option to... Would you like to pen her a letter? Yes, and they give you a P.O. box address yeah. that you have to send it to because, you know, people are still stalkers. That's going to really be like great. It. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. All right, so he, he tells her that, and then she gets her purse stolen. And he wants to... T- oh, no. Well, first of all, she's trying to get a cab because he wants to take horses. Yeah, and she's like, he those are for to tourists. Take, yeah, she's like, those it's are the for tourists. Ride, yeah. yeah, the carriage ride. Uh, so she's trying to hail a cab. Some guy steals her purse. And then Hugh Jackman... Uh, gets one of the horses and goes and gets the guy on horseback. As we know, he's a great rider because he chased down but, Stuart but, in the earlier part of yeah, the movie. Yeah, but Megan is such a not Megan. Meg is such a dumb fucking like person because even in You've Got Mail when she was writing stuff, like she was like shaking her head. Yeah, she's and, like whatever. But when she's chasing this guy who stole her purse, she says, "I'm gonna get you." 
Yeah, at what point? Did I was he... like, what? She's like, I'm going to get you. I don't understand. She's chasing after him on foot before yeah. before Jackass comes with the horse. She's chasing him on foot. And I'm like, what's she going to do if she catches him? Yeah. There's a bit... He's just going to turn around and punch her and knock her 80, yeah. 89 pound ass on the ground and then run away with her purse. Yeah. Like, I don't understand what she was trying to accomplish. And then... He chased, she chases him through the woods of Central Park, like through this trail and everything where there's no other people. Yeah. Nobody else around to say she's just chasing him. He could have at any point turned around, jacked her up and took off. Yeah. Then they come upon a softball game where there's 20 guys with baseball bats there. And rather than saying, and the guy is, she's chasing him right into the game. She just stops and gives up. Yeah. And he's running through their game rather than going, hey, that guy stole my purse. Somebody stop him. They would have beat the shit out of him with baseball bats. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with Meg Ryan? <laughs> God damn her. She's, yeah. so, she's fucking stupid. She still doesn't believe Leopold, even though he's got a well, pretty good fucking rap. Well, now she starts to. Yeah, but she doesn't fully buy it until an hour 40. Literally. Yeah. I wrote no, it I down. Know. It's insanity. Sorry. Go so, ahead. Meg Ryan, Fuck. after he gets, he retrieves her purse, Meg Ryan asks if Hugh Jackman is for real, okay? Mm-hmm. So now she's getting ready, and she's going to go to dinner with her boss, and her boss is, JJ is like, oh, yeah, so that guy is great. Um, what, are you sleeping with him? Or like, you're not sleeping with him, right? Yeah, because he came for the and commercial. his intentions are not pure, so Hugh Jackman was right. Yeah, that's right. So we should always believe Hugh Jackman. She and he invites her to England, but but like dangles a promotion, but dangling. doesn't say it's. Yeah, he's yeah, basically. I was so mad. He's being so gross. Yeah, like hey, if you fuck me, you never know what's gonna happen. Like he's kind of playing. He's got some plates spinning. This Brad. It's Bradley Whitford. He's gonna be an asshole. It's a movie. Yeah, he it's is gonna be rules. an asshole. Uh, so while she's out at dinner with JJ. Uh, Leopold goes clubbing with Breckenmeyer. Yeah. Which I thought was fucking funny. That was a funny. And he that figures out, like, that t shirts, like, he's, like, wearing t shirts and, like, yeah, he's, re- he he's figures wearing, out like, a big purple t shirt and, like, these, yeah. like, dress pants and whatever. And what I always love is that whoever the person is is exactly the same size. Always. Like, he's borrowing yeah. Lee Schreiber's clothes. And, and they're, they're not exactly the same, the same size. size. Yeah. yeah, they're totally not. Not at all. Which, by the way, Lee Schreiber, how did he have that outfit where he looked like he perfectly blended into 1876? I thought that too. Well, what he was wearing was really nondescript, but he must have really planned that outfit. Like You he, had to have planned that yeah, outfit. Yeah, if he's going 1876, he's like, yeah, I can't show up in a pair of fucking, you know, a pair of but jeans. But then what if, he, what if he totally miscalculated the portal? And then, oh, man. And then he just kills himself, and then some fucking weirdo dressed like he's from the 1800s. That would, that's a bad way to go out. So that's embarrassing. So yeah. that's, like a, that's a real commitment if you're going to do that. I agree. Anyway, so he goes, uh, Hugh Jackman goes clubbing with the Breckenmeyer kid, um, and then Breckenmeyer introduces this girl that he likes as the insatiable Patrice. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, I don't think that's the best way. I don't way. prefer that. And they were trying to make it like he doesn't Adjective. know how to talk to her. That's what the whole point was. Like, you Jackman kept looking they like, overdid dude. They overdid it. Yeah, dude, you're fucking it up with everything yeah. you say. You're trying too hard, brother. Yeah, so I got really upset with the boss not really dangling the fucking promotion over Meg Ryan because it seemed like she deserved a promotion. She worked hard. She worked really hard. But the, so, so uh, Hugh Jackman starts talking to Patrice about the Louvre. Yeah. And she's all impressed with him and thinks he's great, whatever. Breckenmeyer gets upset with him because he's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, that's my girl. Like, you knew that I liked her. Like, because, you know, Hugh Jackman doesn't yeah. know the bro code. No, but, but he out, actually does know the bro code. Yeah. Turns out he was he was hooking it up for Yeah. Because what Hugh Jackman did was he was like uh, talking up like, hey, my friend over here really likes you, but he doesn't know how to talk to you. But obviously more eloquent than yeah. that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And she gave uh, Hugh Jackman her phone number to give to Breck and Meyer. Yes, exactly. So he gives it to Breck and Meyer, and he's like, call her tomorrow and be cool. And Breck and Meyer's like, I'll call her tonight, and that way she has a voicemail. And then it's like, no, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hugh Jackman and Breck and Meyer decide to crash Meg Ryan and her boss's dinner. So they go over there, um, and Hugh, or this is where Hugh Jackman totally insults JJ. Yeah, tells him off, calls tells him, him out. off, calls him out on that he doesn't speak French. Yeah. He's like, you know, so like such a bullshit artist or yeah. whatever. Like, you know, Meg Ryan mad again, again mad and at I, everybody. You know what? JJ deserved that. Yeah, all of it and well, more. She was like mad at JJ because Jackass was right, and she was also mad at Jackass. For interrupting, she's mad at her brother well, for I mean, bringing him there. She's mad like, at everybody. That's every man in Meg Ryan's life because every single man just lets her down because they never follow through, they never deliver on what they say that they're gonna do, and she keeps bringing that up several times in this movie. Uh, who was that, Stewart? I like I said, he had a time machine going on. He was busy, so maybe he had other yeah. shit going on. She could have cut him some slack. <laughs> she could have asked Leopold him what he was hasn't up to. let anybody down. He just got here. He's from the goddamn past, for Christ's sake. Did you sake. see? So Hugh Jackman. He has no responsibility. Yeah. Did you see that pen that Hugh Jackman like made? fashioned? Yeah, he ma- he he. He made a quill pen. Ca- yeah, he carves out a, a feather into a, into a quill, and then he empties the ink out of actual pens into a cup and dips the the feather in it. Like how he knew how to deconstruct new technology to make his his old technology was crazy. Wouldn't he have just been like, "Hey, this is great. You don't have to keep dipping it. This pen yeah. thing, and just write with that." He, he had he knew that there was ink in there. He emptied the ink cartridges. It made no sense to me, but he needed it to be fancy schmancy quill to write this apology for being such yeah. a jackass so, at the dinner. Yeah, he wrote his apology to her, and uh, Breckenmeyer tries to like stage give it to her. He like yeah. props it up on the fruit bowl and then, you know, tries to get her coffee and she doesn't even want to look at it and whatever. So he just kind of slips it into her bag. Um, Breckenmeyer does. And he's like, here you go. Like, here's yeah. your papaya or kiwi or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so Meg Ryan's at work and she finds the letter in her purse. And it's Hugh Jackman inviting her to have a nice rooftop dinner. Yeah, as an apology. Right, as an apology. Now we come back to Lee Schreiber, who is being prescribed antipsychotic medicine. Now he's in the mental ward. He's in the mental ward he's now. He's talking about time because travel. Because he's talking about portals. time travel, and he's the only person that can fix it. <laughs> and he's a crazy fuck. And uh, the watching the actor guy, the Breckenmeyer, try to ask that Patrice girl out was painful. That was rough. That was like Favreau and Swingers on that. That was the, bad. Yeah. That was bad. I love how when he's in the mental hospital, by the way, I'm thinking my first thought was maybe Kurt Russell will come pick him up. You never know. Maybe he could use some house yeah. help at the moment. What kind of strawberry to our, birthmark you have? Yeah, overboard yeah. episode. And Meg Ryan at this point sends a fax accepting the invitation. She Meg writes Ryan's out a letter. Assistant says that. Yeah, but she but she signs it. Meg mm. Ryan signs it, and they send it back to him. And this guy picks gets a fax out of the fax machine. Leopold. And he's totally fine with it. He's landing Meg Ryan. He has a successful acting career, national commercials. He's making friends. He's receiving faxes. This guy's fucking fine. Yeah, like, he's what? doing great. He's good. Fuck it. Just, just leave him here. Yeah, so now we're having dinner on the rooftop, and she's telling you know a story about how her mom like threw a party or you know was crying the whole time whenever when Princess Diana died. Yeah. Um, and I was just thinking that in one of these movies, instead of like, you know, whatever, somebody should go back in time and stop Princess Diana from being killed. Yeah, no one ever does that. I don't Nobody know, it's more important shit. Nobody ever thinks to do that. Huh? More important shit. They're like 9-11, Princess Diana. It's pretty important. You know, Hitler. They always want to stop Hitler. 
That's more important. So the yeah, you want to stop Hitler. You gotta go stop Hitler, I would think. Uh, Breckenmeyer asks Hugh Jackman. He's like, are you gonna tell me who you really are now? Because like, thanks for helping me get a date with Patrice, but like, yeah. are you gonna tell me who you really are now? And he still doesn't tell him. But then Breckenmeyer teaches him how to use the dishwasher. It's like, so he's so smart and so eloquent and whatever, but he doesn't know how to use this technology, but you guys don't believe that he's from the past. No, even you though... you guys just think he's what, like, just dumb? Even though he hasn't slipped once in his character. He hasn't slipped once. Like, if, he, if this was all a big act, he would have slipped once and, like, yeah. accidentally just done something normal, but, or he doesn't ever. Yeah, I didn't understand. They just, like, because they just, they keep teaching him, like, oh, you don't know about the smoke alarm, or oh, how come you don't know about this, or, like, you're supposed yeah. to do this, like, yeah. whatever. So they're teaching him like they know he's from the past. Yeah. They're protecting like they're him. They're going along with but it. But then they're also like, "Are you going to tell me who you really are?" Yeah. It's like, yeah, I've it's been telling you this whole time. Super weird. Yeah. And, uh, he has like, by the way, he has no, he doesn't seem to have any interest in going back to his time yeah. either. He's never like, like in the just visiting movie, the guy was constantly like, "We have to find the wizard to get me home. We have to find the wizard to get me home." This guy, Stuart, doesn't get mentioned for forty-five minutes in this yeah. movie. He's out of the picture. And I forgot he existed. I literally forgot. And you know who else that we haven't seen in probably 45 minutes? Who? Bart. Haven't seen what the dog at all. What happened to the dog? Haven't seen the dog at all. I was so concerned about the dog. Where's the fucking dog? I was like, where's Bart? I hope Bart's okay. They just, he was inconvenient to the plot. They didn't need him to go, and look sideways. So they just shipped him out. It fucked yeah. Bart. Yeah, that was messed so, up. Uh, all right. I was really bothered by the fact uh, that, that he hasn't, he still hasn't said, like, he hasn't looked for Stuart. He hasn't been like, we really need to figure out where the fuck Stuart is. I got it, yeah. Because he's the one person who knows how to get me back to my time. You have to help me. Yeah. And, but he ne- so he never tries to do that. Nobody uses the locks on their doors. People are just in apartments. In and out of windows. Just making her breakfast and whatever. And, like, that's fine. And then I really want to know what happened to Bart. Big That's time. All. Yeah. So uh, Meg Ryan and Hugh Jackman, after they eat breakfast, they go to his uncle's house. Yeah, which his is his house. His uncle's house, which yeah. is his house. Um, and he finds all of his secret stuff. Yeah, he's got a little compartment He's like, I used to wall. hide all of my stuff from my uncle because yeah. like, I didn't want him to see he's this. He's got his mother's ring. Yeah. So then um, she, uh, Meg Ryan's like half asleep and uh, Hugh Jackman is about to ask her, like, might you ever consider getting married? Yeah, he's got is his ring. Really he's got the ring out. But is this an appropriate time? I think it is for him. I don't know. That makes no sense because he doesn't know whether he's going back. He doesn't know what's going on. But he just wants to marry this person. I feel I like guess, he should clear all that up first. Yeah, I feel like he should definitely figure that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Clear if he's at least going to stay in the yeah. century or not. Yeah. Yeah. So he takes her to bed and he tucks her in, which, by the way, James tucks me in. <laughs> so I was, I felt all warm and snuggly. I was like, oh, that's nice. You are going to make people think I'm a nice guy. You can't do that. What are you doing over here? People are going to be like, James oh, he's nice. Not. He kicks me in Yeah, bed. well, not, don't think of anything <laughs> abusive, but, you know, I got some sort of, like, I'm, people think I'm sort of a, a lovable asshole. I think that's my, uh, hey, what's wrong with that? I think that's my, uh, you know, my, no, it's fine. Okay. Anyway, Hugh Jackman drops the L word. Yes. With Meg Ryan. And it only takes a week, folks. It only takes a week. If you really try, if you're in a really uncomfortable situation and you really try, you can meet your soulmate. That's uh, what happens. Sure. Based on movies, yes. Yeah. Now it's commercial time. We're filming our margarine commercial. We've got the Duke of Margarine coming in hot. Yeah, he does really well. He and does then really he well, but he takes a bite of the product and it's gross and he's walks upset. Out. Peace which out. I loved 
that he I had principle. And I said, he was like, why are you making me, like, why wouldn't you tell me this product is shit? I said, he hates the butter. I like this guy. Yeah. He's like, how could you do that? And he tells her, how do you sell this, Will? How could you, yeah, you quit? That's what a, you know, a person yeah. with integrity does. He's like, so you're having me sell this to people and telling them that it's good when it's bad. Yeah. And that's Thanks fucking awesome. Yeah. I was really excited about me that. Me too. Uh, so he's all upset. Meg Ryan's upset. Because now they're just like, she's like, look, we had a really great weekend, but that's just yeah. whatever. Because it's Sunday now. I don't know how many times they had to bring up that it's Sunday. Yeah, they're really keeping the time schedule on. You yeah, know, you have and... to keep hearing about how disappointed Meg Ryan is with men. Yeah. And you have to keep hearing about that it's, it's Sunday. Big time. Yeah, Monday is when we can go back in time. But it's yeah. Sunday now. Liev Schreiber is magically back now. Well, he, he that nurse, he charms the nurse. Oh, that's right. There's a, or orderly or whatever. He tells her his story and she's like, I believe you. And then they cut to him running from the place like she yeah. let him out. So he's back just in time for yeah. Monday. And this is what I don't get too. He grabs Jackass, drags him to the Brooklyn Bridge. And they don't even show Jackass going off the bridge. They literally just go, come on, let's go. And then he's back in time and that's yeah. it. Like there was no drama to it whatsoever. He doesn't try to like write Meg Ryan a letter or like there's no longing sad music nope. where Gone. he's trying to, he, she just rejected him. So he's like, all right, fine. I guess I'm going back in time now. And I thought Which like. Which good for you, Hugh what, Jackman. Also too, they really didn't, they were just bum rushed him. or like, let's go, let's go, let's go. He's like, oh shit, all right, well, fuck, we're going now. And they mm -hmm. took him to the thing. But he made a relationship with Hector. Yeah. He's got a relationship with Yeah, Bart what happens when ha Bart depends on him? He's he got taught a job. Bart to stay. That's one thing he did. He taught the dog to he stay. He did teach the dog to yeah. stay. He's got a new job. So he's got a new job. He's so got to figure out the royalties situation. No drama there. Yep. But a, a, a fucking. Then they're in the cab, right? Breck and Meyer. Who? Uh, Breck and Meyer and, and Leave Schreiber afterwards, after they drop him off in the water. After they drop him. Breck and Meyer didn't go with. Oh, who was it? Because he no, yeah. it's just it's just Leif Schreiber. Because he asks okay. later, he come he comes up to the apartment. and He's like, oh hey, where's Leo? Because that's right, Meg the Ryan apartment, gets not the promotion finally. Yeah, and so she calls. Uh, yeah, 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 What's his butt? He, she calls Hugh Jackman to tell him about it. Which it's like, no, fuck you. You just told him like, hey, yeah, we had a great weekend. Yeah, like, yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, well, she was because he helped her because he went back in and finished the ad because she gave oh, him a sob story. Yeah, she said, you're fucking my shit up if you don't finish the ad. I've worked really hard and this does oh, mean something okay, to me. Oh, okay, I thought he didn't finish it. And he was like, oh, all right, well, okay. Then and he turned around and went back in like, he's a fine. Gentleman. He's a gentleman. He didn't want to screw her deal yeah. up and he loves her. So what the hell? That's a nice thing to do. And Meg but Ryan was a jerk face. An hour 43. Yes, she was. An hour 43 in, finally, finally, there's a plot. Yeah. Literally now. The actor guy, Breckenmeyer, says, where's Leo? And then Lee, Schre Lee Schreiber's got all these pictures all over. Yeah. And so he's looking at all these pictures, uh, Breckenmeyer, and he's like, oh my God, he was for real. He was for real. He was for real. It's like, well, fuck yeah. Because like, there's he's a specific picture that there's shows specific, something. Yeah. But there's a specific picture and we're like, it's, it's all dramatic because then Lee Schreiber sees it and he's like, oh my God, that's so crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever. We have to get... Meg yeah. Ryan. So Meg Ryan. Um, all right. So now we got some great parallel editing to show suspense. Are they going to make it? Okay. Yeah. Hugh Jackman is back in 1876. They're going to be taking him to the exact same day, which is April 28th, 1876. And he's going to remember everything and everything's going to be the same. But yeah. I think that's just to be like, hey, we're not going to reshoot anything. So make sure <laughs> yeah, yeah, just that, to... that Hugh Jackman knows that he's going to be repeating everything. That's yeah. fine. 
But anyway, so um, so he goes back in time, and he so now he's got to pick his bride. And his soul is crushed. He just says to his uncle, "Just whatever, just you I'll pick. I'll marry the richest. You one pick the time. richest one, and I'll marry her. Don't yeah. worry about it." And the uncle's like, "Oh, wow, well, all right then, good." Because before he was being real stubborn about it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going yeah, to do it. Life's not worth living if not with Meg Ryan. Yes. Now we've got Meg Ryan doing an acceptance speech because she's got um, she's accepting her new promotion, and yes. she's like, you know, hey, the merger is going to be great. Now we have the team of Meyer and Schreiber. Meyer and Schreiber. It's a uh, bad law firm. Yeah, Meyer. Really Personal bad. injury law firm. Uh, Meyer and Schreiber, they they crash the the speech thing, which I don't. That's really high security for. Yeah, well, Breckenmeyer acts. He does like a Dustin Hoffman Rain Man like head slapping routine. I know, but I just in. didn't understand why there was such security to get into an advertising. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't either. That was really tight security. There was a list. It was very exclusive. Yeah, the guy was like, "You're not on the list." And very like, exclusive. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, but that's fine. So they get in there, and then they try to show Meg Ryan the pictures, and then she sees the picture. What's actually in the picture is Meg Ryan. In one of the pictures. And that's why yes. Hugh Jackman says, I think I've seen you before. Yes. And she's wearing the exact same dress that she's wearing on the night of her speech. And they try, that's the thing. They try to explain that, no, you've been in the past and you've been in the future to the I past down, to the future. And I'm like, wait a second. I wrote down that line. Yeah. So she was, okay, what do you say? You know the thing. So Lee Schreiber tells her, like, hey, no big deal. If you want to get back to Hugh Jackman, yeah. you got to jump off the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. Which, by the way, What? Like, yeah. you have 20 Nobody minutes to jump that. off the Brooklyn Bridge. You have Bridge. to jump off the Brooklyn yeah. Bridge in 20 minutes. And she's minutes. just like, okay. Yeah. Like, so he could just Trust totally me. be full of shit. That's what and I said. also, I thought there was only one portal. Now there's two portals? Now, well, he figured out, it's, he, that's when he's like, it's a, like a pretzel. It's not like a thing. It's, it's open all, all over the place. And it's all, oh. I screwed up. What if this was just a really creative way to make your ex jump off a fucking bridge at the high point? Like, like he's like, like you know what? Uh, that that's creative. I'm gonna That'd give my amazing. Nobel Peace Prize and fuck this lady. Yeah. yeah. All right. So she gives her speech. She sees her picture and she's like, oh my god, I have to go. So he tells her she's gonna jump off the bridge. Now leave Schreiber. So she's like, okay, tell me how I'm in that picture. And he's yeah. like, you know, whatever. Because that finally she's asking fucking questions. But the, the, yeah, but finally. But I've if made she so would have gone back and been in her modern dress back then, then she would have already known and Jackman would have seen her then and knew they were together and she would have been looking for her in the fuck this movie. I know. Oh my God. So the, the Jesus, quote that Lee terrible. Schreiber says is <sighs> if you go to the past in the future, then your future is in the past. Yeah, I will That is knock a picture of out. you in the future in the past. Fuck and you. I wrote it down and cuz I actually had to pause it to make yeah. sure that I got it right Eat because shit. fuck this movie. Yes. Thank uh, by you. the way, this is Kirsten Shaw's first movie. I was going to say was she the Schenectady? Yeah. Was that Kirsten cuz yeah. it looked just like it's her and the, I thought it's her it was. First okay. Movie. All right, that makes sense yeah. cuz nobody she has that very distinctive look. Yeah, so now Meg Ryan's got to travel across this weird girder. Uh, the police think that she's a, you know, she's a jumper. She is yeah, a jumper. Stuart's but she's an evil genius. Yeah, she's getting her to commit suicide. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Uh, she jumps into the time portal and I'm, you know, I'm going to tell you, she's really going to miss that Palm Pilot in 1876. Uh, what if she gets any kind of disease? What if she needs no penicillin? Yeah. What, I, and she could what, get polio. Like I just, I didn't understand. I didn't know why they couldn't just transport Hugh Jackman to the future. He already seems to be accustomed to it. There's air conditioning. Yeah, three of her kids are going to die in infancy. Like she's going to have a tough life, man. Like, and what the fuck happened to Bart? Bart, I gone. Know, I want to know where Bart is. Gone. He's back he in the is. apartment. I don't know if he's okay. Whining, the gate's up. He's, he's got, got a problem really with, with his bowels. So, yeah. I mean, he Help needs Bart. to go out regularly. And it doesn't seem like, save Bart. 
So Meg right. Ryan and him hook up, yeah, happy they ever get after, married. blah, blah, blah. So he says he's just about, he's just about to announce his bride and here yes. comes Meg Ryan. And uh, she says, you know, he's like, oh, it's going to be Kate McKay. Of Massapequa. And, yeah. And then they're going to get married after a week. They love each other. I hate them. I hate them all. I hate everyone that made this movie. You can all fuck off. And so much so that we're going to go to the Heigl meter. Heigl meter. All right, the Heigl meter is our rating system where we rate movies on a scale of zero Heigls to five Heigls, five Heigls being the most punishing movie you've ever seen in your entire life. Zero Heigls meaning not that bad. I'm going to give this movie four Heigls. Four Heigls, okay. Only four. What's your explanation? Um, just because here? I thought that Hugh Jackman was enough to knock off. He did a really good job. In this he did movie. do a good job. I'll I say loved. That, I loved him because I thought he was really great. With yeah. All of his, his his passion about butter, his standards about you know being a spokesperson for a brand. Yes. I, I, I liked Hugh Jackman, and good he performance. was worth the Heigl. Good comedic performance. Yeah. Okay. Is that is, okay? I am going to give this Heigl. movie also four Heigls. I also gave it what? four Heigls. Uh, Half a Heigl off for the idea that could have been good, and it had. It could have been good when they were talking about like little things with like inventions and stuff like that. It had a nugget of somewhere where it could have been gone somewhere yeah. different than just visiting and been better and not better but good. So that half off for uh, uh, half off also. I actually did for Jackass also. I thought yeah. Jackass played it very well. Which is funny that our reviews are. We did. This is the first movie we didn't actually watch together. Yeah. Because of time constraints. We couldn't watch yeah. it together. So we had no yeah. discussion of this movie whatsoever. Um, I thought that the plot was going to be, like I said, Meg Ryan trying to help Leopold decipher and implement these plans that dude yeah. gave him in the beginning. Which not that this... That would have made much more sense. Yeah, not this weird, unrealistic, you know, whatever the fuck this movie is. <laughs> the fact that you thought it was realistic is pretty sad. Unrealistic. Unrealistic. Yeah. No, it's, the fact that you thought that oh, maybe perhaps Well, they could have at least put it in the real world yeah. or something. But this is a movie without an angle at all. It's not yeah. like... It's just terrible. Fuck this movie to high hell. Four Heigels from me. Four Heigels from both of us. Oh, God. If you like this show, if you like this episode, if you like us... If you like cheese puffs. If you hate us, but you just feel like having good karma, doesn't matter. Yeah. Get on iTunes and give us five stars. Give us five stars on iTunes. Rate it helps. You let us know uh, how you're feeling, what you're doing, what's shaking, what you guys feel about. Yes, all of it. Whatever somebody, you want to say. Somebody gave us negative 500 Heigels on our podcast Which is review, good. And that was great. That means it's good. Yeah. negative would be I was really excited even about less it. than punishing and good. Yeah, and thanks to everybody that's been reaching out. Um, appreciate I've been really it, enjoying. Oh, yeah. By the way, I totally know that I'm, I confused who Melissa Joan Hart and yes, fucking yes. Larissa Olenek are. I just don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't care. They're the same person. I looked at pictures shit? of them, like when you guys were tweeting at me, and I was like, yeah, okay, I was in the ballpark. Like, they yeah, look close so, enough. They're both so vanilla, and I just don't care. Close enough. So, I, you know, I apologize, but I don't care. Oh, well. Yeah. Shit happens. Shit happens. Uh, if you want to reach us on social media, we are at You Got Heigold on Twitter, Y O U G O T H E I G L D. Uh, if you want to reach me, oh, Facebook.com slash You Got Heigold. If you want to reach me, um, I am at Sarah H is funny, which is Sarah with an H. H is funny. And you can also find me on Instagram for my funny cookbook thing that yes. I'm doing. Um, it's very funny. Complaints from the cook. Follow on her Instagram. on that. What's wrong with you people? Get on there. Yeah. And I am at Jimmy P is funny. I had that name first. Sarah is doing it to uh, nudge me, but that's fine. 
Yeah. Either that or it's supportive. I'm not sure yet, but I'm Nudge. I'm leaning toward toward nudging. Yeah, yeah. I'm supportive, but, but you know about certain things. You know how it is, but yeah, yeah, do that. Follow me on there. Friend me on Facebook. Do whatever. Listen to my other two podcasts also, if you could. Crime and sports and small town murder. You don't have to like sports. Oh, yeah. Just you have guys... to like crime and making fun of assholes. Yeah, and they just had their website. Yes. Uh, launched this week, truecrimecomedyteam.com. Yes, you can go there for all things true crime comedy teams such as Small Town Murder and Crime and Sports and, and T-shirts and everything. And you can pre-order your T-shirt. So Do if that. you guys listen to Crime and Sports and Small Town Murder and you haven't ordered your fucking t-shirts get on there and do it right now get on you guys it. need you guys need that first generation you t-shirt. gotta have the first generation they're gonna be gone frankie's life depends on it. please all right everybody i guess that's that's the show for this week that's the shit show it's over the steam coming off the pile <laughs> all right then i guess we'll see you next week everybody <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.